you're tuning in to Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast aimed to amplify Asian woman voices while we navigate race, dating, and wellness. I am Ange. Wow, that was that was fast. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I am Toby, and let the bitch wear chopsticks in their hair. I don't care. Oh, oh! Before we start today's episode, please, 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 if you're liking what you're hearing, follow us on Instagram and don't forget to share on your social and tag us at Sugar Honey BBT. Um, yeah, and also follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. I don't know. Did you know that um, one of the common uh, was that we have no segue into、oh. our topic? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, today we're talking about cultural appropriation. <laughs> Because it's our podcast, not, not yours. We <laughs> don't honey bubble tea. These bitches don't like me. Oh, <laughs>、uh, we 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 don't. We don't. We have zero segue. So、yeah. today is about cultural appropriation.、Um, if you have a fragile heart and don't like to be criticized, you can leave now. I guess <laughs> leave now. Twenty twenty one is like big bitch energy for me. Yeah, we're yeah. not. No. I'm not accommodating anymore. <laughs> I'm done with accommodation, honey. <laughs> okay.、Um, Would you like to define cultural appropriation first before we get into the podcast? Okay. Yeah. Sure.、Um, so the definition I found is a particular power dynamic in which members of the dominant culture take elements from a culture of people who have been systemically oppressed by the dominant group. Basically. Uh, if you're making profit off of、mm-hmm. uh, a, a minority culture,、yeah. um, without giving them proper credit,、yeah. that is cultural appropriation by definition. Yeah, is that the same as your definition? Pretty much, basically, just an adoption of elements、mm. of one culture from by another culture or identity. Yeah, it's usually. Like, what are some examples that we can? Examples are like、uh, white people having dreadlocks. <laughs> True. Uh, people, uh, white people wearing kimono. Yeah, chopsticks in their hair. Chopsticks in、um, their hair. You know what I also find recently is that whole brat stall filter. Yeah, it's the fox eye trend. Yeah, the fox eye trend.、Um, I have a bit of like a slanted eye. Yeah. And then when I was a when I was a kid,、mm-hmm. I always made fun of. I've been made fun of. Yeah. But now it's like all those bitches want to have this now. Yeah, because it started, I think, on TikTok and then、um, by like、um, YouTube makeup blogger who does like a little bit of a fox eye makeup tutorial, and then everyone、uh-huh. started using like they started gesturing when they take photos to slightly、oh. lift their eyes up. You, you can look it up. It's like a whole trend. It's like a natural trend. Really? Then, yeah. And、with their pop- fingers, yeah, they like lift like theirs. But like, do they do it like they're lifting their face up? Like, it or- looks like you have a migraine, <laughs> you know. But both, I both feel like I do that sometimes though when I take photos. But、yeah. it's just,、uh, it's just because there's nowhere to put my hand, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not doing it so I can laugh at people's eyes. But also, you're Asian, so that's the thing. Like you, so it, it's fine. You're not culture appropriating. But also, like I'm saying, by definition, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. That's what. But it's, it's interesting because it's like not all Asians have that eyes, so it、mm. doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. Yeah. Do you, you know?、um, what do you think about it? Like, what what do you think about cultural appropriation in general? I feel like 
it's not real <laughs> no no <laughs> i shouldn't say that but i feel like okay so i feel like cultural appropriation to me is basically people personifying racism so it's mm. easier for them to understand and navigate mm-hmm. and you know they link racism through certain symbols instead of trying to understand the actual issues at play here which is honey systemic racism mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like from my point of view i can totally understand poc and you know if you your culture has been taken away from you and oppressed and suddenly you you see people like taking profit or like adopting your culture again making it mainstream and cool but for me they're just like bigger fish to fry i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. go around and tell people not to put chopsticks in your hair Mm -hmm. i would give you the chopsticks at this point i just (laughs) just, if you will sign this petition i will give you chopsticks (laughs) it's just i would like to see many people get worked up over like inequality of pay scale between poc and white people yes rather than chopsticks in your hair like fam just not not my battle to fight Mm. i think for me it's a it's a matter of respect and intention Mm -hmm. um i don't care if you wear chopsticks in your hair i i really don't like if you wear chipao i don't give a fuck but like are you doing it with respect for the culture and the knowledge of what you're wearing i think that's what um that's what's the most important Mm -hmm. um what what is it that anna wintour did um uh what was it like the the fashion show not a fashion show met gala yeah met gala mm. yeah and the only person that show up with uh a bipoc or like because the met gala was based on an asian theme right? yeah yeah and it was only rihanna that wore some something that Queen. was made by um an, a chinese yeah, designer yeah. and everyone else wasn't that for me is is unacceptable like yeah. i would think that if you're going to show up to a theme that is so asian inspired yeah. yeah why why wouldn't you pay tribute uh to the people that are capable of or of their culture and capable of like creating something beautiful yeah. for you to wear yeah exactly yeah it's like, like why are you wearing collaboration Versace? yeah <laughs> last I don't time understand. i checked that's why <laughs> last time i checked this is an asian inspired theme <laughs> um not colonization (laughs) (laughs) that's so true though it's like you have like resources and people who are from the culture so why don't you just collaborate yeah like the remake of mulan oh my god i'm like is your costume designer white unacceptable unacceptable i can't when there is talent out there that is way more capable or even if it's not way more equally capable yeah why wouldn't you use them yeah why would you go so far to hire white costume designers and make them learn about asian costume when you can just hire an asian person anyways i just think it's about respect and intention like yeah. uh i i think what what's happening right now is that mm-hmm. white people because of this whole thing yeah um white people have a lot of guilt Mm. and yeah and to and and to combat that guilt they have to personify their allyship yeah yeah they have to be like we i'm not racist like the thing about white guilt and like white people's understanding of racism i feel like um because racism is such an uncomfortable topic that Mm. nobody really wants to talk about it especially if you're white and a lot of bipoc don't want to talk about it to white people because they just like 
they will understand anyways yeah or i don't want to educate you do your own google mm-hmm. google is free that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and so i think that also in turn i'm not saying that bipox has the you know the responsibility to educate mm-hmm. anyone but also if we don't talk about it um to white people or have an honest and open conversation about it with white people mm-hmm. then how are how's anyone ever going to grow or learn about racism? True. And I think uh, white people kind of with their guilt see racism as such a bad thing that if you are called racist, then you're a bad person. Yeah. You know, it's so polarized. It's like either you are racist or you're not. And if you're in between, you are racist. Yeah. Yeah. And for them, they, they just feel like, well, then I have to show everyone I'm not a racist because I'm a good person. Yeah. It has nothing to do with good and bad. Racism is a systemic thing. Yeah, that's why it's that's why I feel like cultural appropriation is just their way of trying to show support. But that's the easiest part of the work. Yeah, you're doing that because it is easy for you to navigate and understand compared to systemic racism because you've never been there. Mm. So so it's easier for me to call out a white person with dreads and be like, look at what that person's done. Mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than trying to understand the whole topic of systemic racism <laughs> hello <laughs> you know any chance they have to amplify that they are an ally they will mm-hmm. grab onto it so they will call out other white people yeah. for their cultural appropriation <laughs> like, look at what they're wearing that's unacceptable right right <laughs> is it is it just uh back me up here <laughs> yeah but they're sometimes they're so far removed from the context because i feel like Mm -hmm. you know when you see someone wearing like for example i'm gonna use white white people as a example because and when we talk about white people we're talking about like whiteness yeah we're not talking individual so if you're white and listening to to this we're not attacking you we're attacking the the society yeah and the way you were brought up yeah so the example right if a white person is wearing chopsticks in their hair yeah and another white person is like look how racist but the thing is, it doesn't even mean anything to Asian people because I feel like no one does that in Asia, you know? Like, you're, we're so far removed from that part already that it doesn't, it's not offensive to me. I'll just think, huh, that's funny. No one puts chopsticks in their hair. Like, it doesn't actually even, in Asia, nobody puts chopsticks exactly, in their hair. Exactly, that's my point because they're so removed <laughs> oh, from so the true. culture that they think, oh my God, that is so offensive because that's totally what Asian people do. And me as an Asian is like, no, honey, I, use I have a not scrunchie. seen, yeah, I have not seen a chops in the hair since like the 1800s. Like the only time I do that is I have absolutely no other like yeah. option. I'm like, I forgot my hair tie. I forgot my scrunch. I forgot. I, I have nothing. I don't, I don't even have an underwear to tie my hair. <laughs> I'm like, I'll use this chopstick. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, that's why it doesn't matter to me anymore. Cause it's so far removed from where asians uh, are that i'm just like that's ridiculous that you're pointing out but i guess um i mean we can only talk about us because we're asian yeah exactly. i can't really speak on behalf of black people but yeah, i guess yeah. like in the same context black people have still have braids or still yeah. have dreads so that still affects them or like i still have eyes that look like got a little bit foxy yeah so yeah i guess the chopstick thing like it's so far yeah. removed but do you does the fox eye thing like do you feel offended no, not at all. Those eyes I don't really are really nice. give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care unless 
you know what I mean? Like the intention is yeah, like unless exactly. they're doing it and to they took a photo yeah. and they wrote like you ching chong ding dong piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for for me, it's like I feel like a lot of people don't even know their intention. No, because if I do my eyeliner a certain way, then am I racist? Like, w- w- like what way? <laughs> I don't know. Like, like the what way do? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think this has to go back to my upbringing. Like when I say I don't really care, is because if you know someone is will like willing and actually wants to and sincerely learn about your culture you mm-hmm. will know yeah 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 you, you can know. feel it you can feel it because they don't come on they don't go to you and be like ching chong <laughs> like what is the best Taiwanese place <laughs> 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 and like then in that sense i'm like well fuck you like go eat a cactus club you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> like my upbringing is i i grew up listening to black music yeah and i think most people know this yeah um friday in my feels i share a lot of black artists um but it's really from my upbringing because like one of my earliest memory was like my mom playing all these cds from like strong powerful vocalists that are black yeah, so we're yeah. talking like tony braxton mm. janet jackson whitney mm. houston why yeah. do they all have stan and Stan has their last name. Oh. Anyways, um, Mariah Carey. So I love, love Mariah. Um, and one of my earliest memories was me jumping up and down on my uh, coffee table in Taiwan. I, I was like maybe six or yeah. something. Yeah. And just singing to these things or like pretend to sing to yeah. these songs because yeah. I didn't speak English. Um, and that's, that's what I grew up with. So I grew up with, you know, loving the rhythm and the voice of black music Um not I, I was a kid I don't even know about cultural appropriation I just like it because that's what I grew up listening and then you know gradually I went from listening to that to you know soul to R&B I listened to a lot of jazz I listened to tons of neo soul like Erica Badu you know that's just part of my upbringing and then it just feels weird if someone denies me my upbringing mm-hmm. you know because that, that was such a prominent part of me and music is such a you know, part of my upbringing. And just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I cannot enjoy and embrace the beauty of another culture. Yeah. But also, like, I think what you're doing more is, like, like, cultural appreciation. Yeah. You're not, like, you're not stealing anything. You're just, like... No. If anything, I'm amplifying it. Yeah. (laughs) But the intention is because, like, you love it. Yeah. And that's the the intention and respect. Because I remember, uh, I love Erica Badu, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember the first time I saw her, she came to Vancouver, and she did a concert at Queen Elizabeth Theater, and I was so excited. I was like a teen teenager. I was so excited, and I was like, I gotta go see her. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. even think much of it, you know? I just, I got the best ticket I could afford at the time. It was like $300 or something. Oh my God, like, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, I was like pretty upfront, like uh, yeah. in the seating. And I, you know, I put on my makeup, I put on my like uh, orange. I still remember I put on like an orange outfit, <laughs> like a set. And then I put on a head wrap. Yeah. Because it's like, to me, it's not about beauty or stealing of anything. It's about appreciating. Or like paying tribute. Paying to, tribute to, to Badu. Yeah. Yeah, that whole thing was like, 
about paying tribute to Badu, about the the things that she has taught me through music. Um, you know, she's like a very spiritual person mm-hmm. and that kind of like helped me with my spirituality as well. Like mm-hmm. she, she just gave me a lot of confidence and yeah. I just show up in a hair up thinking that's just because like, I have no other intention than to yeah, pay tribute. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's all about intention yeah. at the end of the day. I, I, I also think about this like, like I met this bartender mm-hmm. um, and he's white. I mm-hmm. met him in New York and um, he he spoke perfect Mandarin. Like oh. I, I pro- he wow. probably speaks better Mandarin than me. Like That's I don't insane. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like when I first met him, he's just like just so fluent. And I was I started talking to him about like how his um how he grew up and like why why he speaks such good uh mandarin Mm -hmm. because not that's not really common right yeah and he said when he was 16 or 15 he was just very uh inspired by um chinese culture and shaolin like temple Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think he told his dad and said he wants to leave america um and i think he was living like ohio or something oh god yeah and yeah, he was like a kid from Ohio. And then he, yeah, he just like, I'm going to move to China. And his dad was like, yeah, cool. Do, do, do whatever you wish. And then he moved to China. Oh, cool. And then he learned Shaolin Kung Fu. And then he, I think, stayed at the temple. Yeah. Um, but he looks white. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, and then even to this day, he lives in China now. Like, oh, wow. uh, full time. He lives in China. He works there. And, um, but if you look at a photo of him doing Shaolin Kung Fu, you'd be like, he's appropriating our culture but bitch this guy speaks better Mandarin than I do (laughs) he made the effort as a kid to move there to learn about the culture to learn about the the artistry of martial arts yeah exactly I don't even the intention there is way beyond than what it is at face value yeah that is so true because I think when it's done right I feel like it shines light on certain cultures mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a bad thing right we just have a lot of pre-assumptions i think True. people um it also goes back to the society being so polarized right now like yeah either you're a trump supporter or you're not mm-hmm. either you are um you know it's, it's so it's so polarized. yes and no yeah, black so, and white yeah so black mm-hmm. and white yes and no and both sides of the spectrum refuse to communicate with each other yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah so then when you see something uh, you take it at face value and you don't really want to um or a lot of people don't really take the time to mm-hmm. uh, to to understand the intention or understand mm-hmm. the backstory of yeah of the person yeah that's true yeah we're lacking empathy i think that's what it is that's what it is. Mm-hmm. The understanding. So just take your pre-assumptions, write it down on a piece of paper, shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to know. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> Actually, I was reading this essay on New York Times mm-hmm. and talking about cultural appropriation. Yeah. And the author, the writer was like, cultural appropriation is critical to human progress. Mm. And you know because the basically the article is saying that from a like historical perspective yeah stuff that are similar to cultural appropriation like syncretism has been happening for a long time like basically people are like adopting adopting culture and sharing and learning you know different school thoughts and 
if you look at like America, it's like a perfect example of like synchronism. It's like adults yeah. in different culture and it all came together in like one big melting pot that is just beautiful. And, mm-hmm. you know, like even like politics, like democracy, the stuff that they've adopted, right? Yeah. And something that the something in the article is really resonating for me is that it says cultural appropriation is just a modern term for a concept that has aided in the development of human society for centuries and without embracing and building upon the ideas of other cultures humanity remains static Mm, so meaning that uh society and humanity will not evolve yeah or grow without cultural appropriation yeah wow that's a bold bold that's a bold statement. statement But it's explaining in a way where it's like it has been done throughout history mm-hmm. and that this term, cultural appropriation, is a modern term that we've given to mm. this this um this action. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And you know, like, like I, I guess you're right. Okay, yeah. then here's my question, right? Like, is re- is religion cultural appropriation? They call that syncretism because right? they think it's adopting different school of thoughts. Mm. Like politics, it just evolves throughout. So then so what's the synchroni- difference? Yeah, yeah, right? what's the difference? I so just woke up. There's no... <laughs> I'm not, I feel I'm like there is no difference. I feel like mm. maybe cultural appropriation is just a modern term that we... Of synchronism. Yeah, like we yeah. put on top of it you can live in certain places and still be exposed to like i don't know maybe you live in taiwan and mm-hmm. there is like a group of people who love hip-hop and they like dive into the culture yeah. and you know learn about it and what's what's so bad about that right, right? Mm. doesn't it just I think make japanese it... people are great at cultural appropriation oh my God. yeah they, i i watched this vice documentary about mm. um the whole like cholo uh <gasps> c- community in japan yeah oh that was such a great documentary but they they do it because they they appreciate it right mm. like they love the culture yeah 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 the one of the girl in there was like uh she she dressed that way or she, she does her makeup like to um represent kind of like the latinas yeah um is because she loves the culture she loves a culture that is so strongly um family oriented mm-hmm. and that's like the kind of thing that she like she resonate with with her uh beliefs or yeah, yeah. and i was like mm, not no not no <laughs> not no like i kind of could see it you know like for even when i was talking about badu it's like i I fell in love with the way she writes and the way she talks and the way she expresses spirituality through music. Mm-hmm. Not because the way she dress. Yeah, exactly. The way she dress comes after. Yeah. It's about loving this person and the culture and the things she produces and she creates and her mm-hmm. brain and her aura. And then you want to pay tribute to the person in mm-hmm. a, a way that maybe is physical appearance. It, you know it's all about context and i, I know yeah. i keep saying this it is it, it is. is really all about context and it's about you know having empathy and listening to having an open conversation with other other people that is not from the same culture i think culture is such a beautiful thing and yeah. i think a lot of people are who are against cultural appropriation is in fear that well first of all maybe they're enraged that you know they have you, been oppressed. And, they have been oppressed yeah. and now you're profiting off of yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then the, uh, the other part is that maybe they feel like their culture is slowly diminishing because mm. it's being melted with other 
part of you know other people's mm, culture mm, that mm, they mm. probably no longer um it's can like pure or tradition yeah traditional. pure traditional um which is happening because of globalization yeah i mean you can't really stop yeah stuff things from evolving right yeah i mean you can't do i think you can not not stop things from evolving but it's like if i want to get my hair braided mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go to a white person mm-hmm. yeah and then i'm gonna go to a black person yeah you know like because i don't want i don't want a white person to profit off of something that is not there not there it's mm-hmm. predominantly a black culture thing and mm-hmm. i know that when it, when you get something done when you do something it's also part of an experience of the culture yeah so when i'm getting my hair braided it's the experience of understanding the culture mm-hmm. through the person that's doing it mm-hmm. and i don't yeah i will i'll get a burger from a white person <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. i think that's the difference though between cultural appropriation and appreciation it's the yeah. intention and context mm-hmm. like you say if you truly like if, if there's like a fashion brand because just because fashion always get accused of oh yeah yeah because i mean what can you do so with many just like yeah. yeah you have to take from other culture you otherwise there's fashion goes nowhere so <laughs> i think the thing that fashion brands can do when they are when they're inspired by a culture is to hire someone who's actually yes. from that culture to collaborate and to produce beautiful arts and crafts rather than mm-hmm. i'm gonna use you I'm going to do my Google research and find out that this is what they were yeah, exactly. in the 1700s. And therefore, me as a white person will adopt yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's, that's basically it, you know? Yeah. You know, consult someone. Like, I think um, I think in conclusion, I don't give a shit if you have chopstick in your hair. Honestly, I, I'll give you the chopsticks. Yeah, I'll give you the chopstick if you will sign this petition to yeah. end systemic racism. <laughs> it's just, just not my, not my fight. Yeah, and I don't give a shit if you wear an anime graphic sweatshirt. Like, mm. it, it doesn't break or make my life at mm. all. Like, as long as you're doing it with respect and the knowledge of what you're wearing and what you're doing and understanding the intention of what you're wearing, like. It, even if you're not sure about your intention or whether it's appropriating a culture, then go educate yourself. Yeah. Google is free, honey. It's free. <laughs> Google is free. It's free. They are taking your data, but it's free. Groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Go talk to someone who understands the culture and have an open and honest conversation about the, mm-hmm. your intention. Like don't also don't ask for permission. Don't, don't go to a, an Asian person and be like, can I wear chopsticks in my hair? We're not here to tell you what to do or what not to do. When you're asking, can I wear chopstick in my hair? That means your tension is already off. Yeah. I might say no because it looks I, whack. But <laughs> it just doesn't look good on you. Yeah, honey. <laughs> it's just not meant for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, BIPOCs, it's not our responsibility to educate anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, we've said that loud and clear many times. As BIPOCs, I think like be open to conversations. Like be open to talk to someone from a different culture. Uh, be open to discuss uncomfortable topics and mm-hmm. have empathy yeah that is at the end of the day the most important thing like if someone sincerely wants to learn about your culture you can tell you know like perhaps the gesture of starting to talk to establish empathy might allow us to ultimately understand and love the beautiful parts of other culture because mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful thing you know it is and it's i don't think it's so exclusive to only to the people that 
of the certain skin color. If you're white and you're all all you're doing for racial justice is calling out other white people with chopsticks in their hair or having dreadlocks, then you gotta do better. Your focus is yeah, off, honey. The focus is yeah. Off. Go do some Googles and sign some petitions. And if you're in the position to make laws and pass laws or some other, I don't know, whatever you do. Um, you know, please do so with abolishing system systemic racism in mind. Yeah, like you don't just amplify your allyship through calling canceling other white people out. Mm. You know, do do better things. Yeah, there's do, so many do other things. Do other support us. Find give a, a hobby. Give give me money through your white guilt, please. <laughs> <laughs> How do we remove me? PayPal me. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe like, to follow. us. Yes. I'll give you the chopstick. I'll Just give you subscribe. the chopstick. Subscribe to us. <laughs> oh my god. Right? Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, and lastly, I just feel like white people has imposed so much of their culture on us. Why not do the same back? Reverse colonization, bitches. <laughs> Bubble tea, bitches. Yeah. That's so when true. When they are opening up all their artisanal coffee shops, we're opening up more bubble tea shops bubble around tea. it. Gentrification. Yeah. Gentrification. <laughs> From bubble tea shops. <laughs> Reverse colonization, that shit. <laughs> I'm down. I am down. Sign me up. So what's, uh, what's giving you life? Oh, um, you know what? I watched two things on Netflix this week that I really like. Yeah. One of them is the Ariana Grande documentary. She has also been accused of cultural appropriating. Yeah, don't at me. That was a great documentary. She's a brilliant <laughs> performer. Uh-huh. And the the cultural appropriation thing is What what has she appropriated? Um, or accused been, of appropriating? Like a little bit of blackface, I think, and also she got oh. a a Japanese tattoo on her oh, hand that I was thought that supposed was Rihanna. to no that was supposed uh, to say seven rings yeah but it ended up saying barbecue finger grow bar- barbecue grow finger <laughs> and then, and then, honestly no, how- it says barbecue grill and then she added something trying to fix it and now it says barbecue grill finger oh whoever did that tattoo is trying to fuck with her oh my god yeah like also if you if you want to get a tattoo of a different language do it go get a tattoo from the person who speaks the language yeah exactly (laughs) like yeah dude like why would you you're just fucking yourself over you are really just messing yourself over with that you're gonna regret it yeah honey (laughs) but regardless it was a great performance mm. and the second thing is called a surgeon's cut oh my god i highly i feel like you're just gonna become a surgeon you're gonna ditch me one day and just forget about this podcast and go into med school yeah, and subscribe to medical school and i'll be fucked <laughs> <laughs> no but like okay so the thing is like a documentary and it's like four or five episodes in it yeah and oh my god the story of each surgeon is just incredible Mm. like they all they're they're, doing true work yeah but they're all from different um hospitals no like different specialties oh yeah and there's like two people that we stand out one of them is a female surgeon Mm. she was like one of the first female surgeons to perform um transplant surgery yeah and when she went to med school there was like 20 women out of 200 and like two women out of 20 went into surgery 
that's like going to engineering yeah exactly <laughs> no woman yeah and there's it was like like the ancient times i don't know but like they <laughs> like the 60s or something. <laughs> they went through so much to go into surgery and just like do what they want to do you know and then she was like i used to wear my scrub like the other way around just so the co- the just so the collar is really high so people would take me seriously or like oh. yeah it's insane the stuff they go through and there's like an immigrant doctor who he was like i came here and you know he tried to go into med school and people are like how come you're so smart mm-hmm. i've never met someone who's like mexican and so smart oh yeah like that's the shit that they had to go through to save someone's life how incredible <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true like it's like the on top of learning all that you got to deal with racism yeah and discrimination yeah uh and sexism yeah like he came as a farm worker and he went to wow met insane everyone <sighs> good for you baby uh, go watch it shouts shouts to what is this show called a surgeon's cut shouts to a surgeon's cut it's such a great show everyone go watch it <laughs> okay now after two years of me talking about this show what's giving <laughs> you life uh i think that have you heard of that uh have you heard of that alexander wang scandal <gasps> yeah honey. recently yeah from like i think diet prada and, yeah it's from diet prada. uh this other like it's called shit model agency or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah they exposed him yeah what do you think I've been like so I was just like it's on my Instagram and I've been like following it. I don't know, it's kinda like a he say she say kind of thing. And right? but it was surprising that he came out and made a very yeah. defensive statement. He was yeah, he was like, Whoever said this is false and like come I would out not do and, such atrocious things. Yeah, I, I would not do such atrocious thing, like I'll take you to court kind of statement. Yeah. Yeah, and then it kind of made you feel like either he didn't do it or prior to coming out making that statement he had hired the best best lawyer (laughs) best lawyer in town in town and you know to make that statement i guess that's like whenever it's hard to you know it's hard to say because i mean i don't know either of the people but but his friends are being awfully quiet on social media (laughs) all the celebrities that went to his parties are now like "Mm." awfully quiet (laughs) okay i see you know what i what i hate uh out of this whole thing and i I don't know if it's true or false that he did what he did um it's just the idea of celebrity Mm. it's so meaningless yeah you know what i mean like the idea of like looking up to a celebrity and it, it's just a brand like all the friends you know aka celebrities yeah or that are quiet now mm-hmm. it, it just makes me feel like where are you when shit is going down and only when shit is good you yeah. are out here partying and you know yeah taking taking photos and posting on instagram and saying that he's your best friend and that's so just true. the whole idea of celebrity is such bullshit yeah it's like why do we worship people that only benefits off of you know that's that's only there when it's beneficial to them true like the whole fashion scene and like hollywood as a whole 
it's absurd. just absurd theater of the absurd <laughs> but like i guess some sometimes they have craft to it which is why mm. i respect certain celebrities and everyone knew he was a party and i'm not defending him by the yeah. way like i don't know what happened yeah, i don't yeah, know exactly. the truth behind this but i'm just talking about society as a whole yeah um that everyone knew he was a party animal and prior to this whole thing blowing up people mm-hmm. were like oh yeah like his party is so fun this and that yeah, like yeah. all that stuff and then when this shit blows up people are like oh did you, didn't you know he was a party animal i'm like bitch yeah yeah <laughs> you, everyone knew so why all of a sudden like the narrative has shifted and yeah. everything he has done before has now become uh like against him yeah exactly and that's i i say this because as a woman i relate to that so much yeah you know like with with um slut shaming for mm-hmm. example it's like that Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm sleeping with, you know, when I'm sleeping with men, they they all enjoyed it, and then all. The- <laughs> this is just an example. Exactly, yeah, right? it's so true though. Like it's all and feminism, then- and women go and be you. Yeah. Until you do, and then they're like, "No, you cannot no, you're do that." A slut. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, bitch, you you had fun when i sat on your face so yeah. <laughs> like am i crazy or like what yeah the, the whole yeah that whole thing has been giving me life i was just kind of like following it um you'll get to the bottom of this i trust uh no diet product will <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> yeah i just want to see where it goes yeah yeah but you know cancel culture is what is so prominent in our culture now so yeah he will probably just you probably have to step down i mean they and they will eventually went back up it's like john galliano with the jew incident and he's oh I feel like he's still working and Wintour didn't even quit yeah. i feel like it's it's all like ebb and flow and eventually yeah it's gonna piece and come back up and mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm yeah i mean this is all above us uh they have money we don't yeah it's all absurdism yeah they have money to hire lawyers and those you know models who were molested didn't or don't Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just uh i just want to see what happens you know i want to see if it's actually true i want to see how it goes um yeah it's a top secret i'll never tell you know you love me theory xoxo gossip girl (laughs) you know what i've also been thinking yeah um like for 2021 i want to up my skincare game <laughs> oh my god this is you so random should. this is so random because i'm uh people who know me knows that i i just i'm so lazy yeah. i don't like putting on makeup yeah i i don't like if i could go everywhere without makeup i would yeah yeah but then you know being part of the society you have to subscribe and be I, my friend you have to subscribe to capitalism yes yes exactly <laughs> it um so recently i'm just like and i one of one of my favorite artists also is alicia keys yeah and i'm like watching her just being herself you know shit i i need to up my skincare routine <laughs> how did that even come because her skin is so she doesn't even wear makeup and her skin is yeah she doesn't beautiful. because she doesn't subscribe to that what's yeah. her skincare but she subscribed to uh capitalism because she's now selling skincare products <gasps> oh my god really <laughs> i would i would yeah. buy it I, I don't I don't know the the actual ingredients or anything in there, mm-hmm. so I don't know what it does. Um, but anything that Alicia Keys do, I would subscribe. It's oh. like Rihanna. Yeah, I'll be a spoon in Rihanna's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a spatula. <laughs> oh my god. 
that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, I don't want to wear makeup. It's kind of tiring. It's just so much work and like, uh, like for at what cost, really? You know. Yeah. So I'm like. Maybe I'll just make my complexion glow. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't need to do this. You gotta skincare is everything. Yeah, so I subscribe to some like skincare products that you have, yeah. you have recommended me. Cannot wait to see how it goes. Yeah. So lastly, mm-hmm. you're gonna plug our yes. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at sugarhoneybbt. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. And you can keep up with the mommies at BBT Mommy and Sensitive Bow. Yes, yes. Make sure you like tag us or like and do something. Oh, know. yeah. No, take a screenshot. Tag yeah. us. Uh, do, do, do whatever. Just let us know you're there. Yeah. Let us know someone is listening. Yeah, message me. Uh, privately? <laughs> <laughs> message her privately. Is she? Yeah. If you're male, about 6'2". <laughs> I love to see it. (laughs) And lastly, I just want to say reverse colonization. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.